Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show. Ask anybody who had the Bills minus nine, like the big head, and I did. Anybody who bet the Bills last night got more than a kick in the stick. Anybody who trusted the Bills to handle their business and finish a job got more than a blast in the package. For those of us who threw down on Buffalo last night, it was all, how do I put this? It's right there on the tip of my tongue. How do I put this? It was all D and B, man. In my balls? No, it wasn't your ball. You didn't take your ball. Oh, no. Oh, oh come, come on, man. My balls. Okay. My now the doctor's going to tell him that it didn't his testicles. Come on, man. Come on, man. Shout out to John Anik. Come on, man. Come on, man. Now I know exactly how Victor Henry felt last weekend. And y'all better not pull the same move as the ref and try to tell me otherwise because, oh, no, that beat, that beat last night was definitely all D&B, man. And I'm still in agony. Truth is, I'm still on the mat, unable to get up and continue the fight. You know, like in boxing, when you get hit below the belt, the ref tells you, take as much time as you need. Take as much time as you need to recover. We don't need to start until you're ready. They don't run a clock on that in boxing. You literally get enough time. You get as much time as you need. Yeah, well, me, I'm going to need a lot more time. A lot more time to recover from that beat last night. Maybe the rest of my life, that much time. You know, to recover from what? The drive. That drive, you know the drive I'm talking about, the drive from hell, the most infuriating, exasperating, nauseating, revolting drive in the history of pro football. Of course, the Bills were up 14 with 10 minutes left in that game, and that's when the nightmare began, and it still has not ended. We're still living it. We're still right in the middle of it. I'm never going to be the same after sitting through that bleep show. Tampa goes 17 plays, 92 yards. They take seven minutes and 21 seconds off the clock, and they get bailed out on failed fourth and long conversions twice by Buffalo penalties. Not once, but two different times. And then, of course, the Bucs finished it off the way it was always going to end with a touchdown on fourth and 10 from the 24 because, of course, they did. Were you not watching that drive? It was like watching the slowest motion train wreck of all time. It was somehow both impossible, but at the same time, completely inevitable. Inevitable. And it was also somehow not even the ugliest part of the night for the Bills. Because somehow the Bills managed to play even worse defense on that Hail Mary that should have lost them that game. My dude, Baker Mayfield. And credit to Baker for taking a beating, a pummeling last night, and still fighting through to the very end, like he always does. This guy throws an absolutely perfect Hail Mary at the end of that game, and Chris Godwin should have caught that bleep. He should have. If he looks up a tenth of a second earlier, he probably does catch that bleep. I have absolutely no idea what the Bills' defense thought they were doing on that play. They're just lucky there wasn't a flag for P.I. in the end zone and a free play to decide that game. They're lucky Godwin didn't actually catch that ball that he could have easily caught. Buffalo's strategy was somehow cover nobody, 
but try to interfere with everybody. There wasn't a single guy there playing the ball. How many times have you worked on that in practice in your life if you're an NFL player? A million? There wasn't anybody trying to make a play on the ball. When was the last time you saw a Hail Mary pass land in the end zone untouched? That never happens. In fact, I don't think I've ever seen that in my life. It can't happen. But that's what Buffalo allowed to happen last night, and somehow they got away with it. They did. Somehow they won that game. Yo, Buffalo. Bills, I mean. What the hell are we even doing here? Like, like, what are we doing? What, what are we doing here? They could have lost that game. Never mind the bet. They could have lost that game. They probably should have lost that game. A game that the Bucks seemingly were never even in. At least had no business covering the spread, let alone winning. And that's the thing, right? Hey, Rome, bitter much? Well, yes. Yes, I'll own that. Bitter much. But that's the thing. It's not about the bet or anybody's bet. The gambling game is hard, dog. We all know this. We have all lived through terrible beats. Although that was an all-timer. But it's still not about the Buffalo minus nine, folks. That's not why I'm all fired up this morning. It's about the fact that Buffalo almost lost that damn game. They should have lost that damn game. And I don't really understand why or how this team is still so bad at finishing games. Because this is not a new issue. And it's definitely not getting any better. Which is why I'm asking you, Mafia, how you living this morning? How you feeling this morning? Because betting aside, nobody in Buffalo should feel very good about that game or where the Bills are at or why they can't close out games on their own terms. And you don't even need me to say that. Take it from a much higher source. Take it from Josh Allen himself, who said to NFL Network before he even walked off the field, we have to find a way to finish games. We got to win. Um... Hate, hate it coming down to a last play like that. We put our defense in that situation a few times in the past couple weeks. We got to find a way to end it on our own terms. So that's something we got to look at and uh, improve on. They could have lost that game. They probably should have lost that game. And could you imagine what that'd be feeling like in Buffalo right now had they lost that game? Yeah, I agree, Josh. That is something that needs to be looked at. In fact, it needed to be looked at and improved upon two years ago. Remember, after you absolutely gagged your best chance to win a Super Bowl in 13 seconds at Arrowhead. Do I really need to remind you guys of that? How could you possibly forget that? That, that then, not last night, that then should have been the ultimate wake-up call of all wake-up calls about how to finish games, about the need to finish games. Yet somehow, two years later, we're still having that same conversation about the Bills. So yeah, you might want to get around to looking at and improving upon that because nothing will ever top the humiliation of the 13 seconds. But last night was a Chris Godwin head swivel away from being pretty close. Last night was a Chris Godwin head swivel away from Rick in Buffalo's head blowing right off his neck and into orbit. What I'm trying to say is this. Nobody feels good after that one, and nobody should. The Bills get a dub that doesn't feel like a dub. The Bucs lose their third in a row and fourth in five games after a nice little 2-0 start. Baker 
does deserve some credit for the way he's battling and leading that team. But just like a win is a win, another loss is another loss. Losing three in a row sucks. There, there's no way around that. Um, it, it's just a, it's a feeling. So, um, but we, we showed fight tonight. That's that's the one thing that um, you know we can hang our hats on. We, we, we gave it everything we had there at the end. Losing three in a row and four or five definitely does suck, and that is a crappy feeling. And after what the Bills put me through last night, I am now an expert on things that suck and crappy feelings. And having my entire groin detonated. Remember, I'm a dude that lived through a double hernia. I had double hernia surgery. So I know what it's like to have pain in that area. Somehow last night was even worse. Even worse than double hernia surgery. Searing pain does not even begin to describe it. Searing pain. So what I'm saying is nobody feels good coming out of that game and nobody should. I know I don't. I know I don't. Why did that hit me like that? I mean, you have to understand, there's going to be bad beats. We know this. But there was something about that particular beat. You know, sometimes the gambling gods just do not work with you, and none of that applies here. There's not a single reason why Buffalo should not have won that bet for all of us who hit them. But they did. They found a way to lose it. So, and that aside, gambling aside... If it's pure football and I'm a Bills fan, I'm not feeling good about things. I am not feeling good about what I saw again last night. Any of it, that did not get you squared away. That did not get you back on path. That did not make things right. That was not a get-right game or a get-right win. Lots of problems still with the Bills. Hey there, let me talk to you for a minute about HelloFresh. HelloFresh is where you get farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your front door. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Listen, a crazy schedule can make it easy to fall back into your dinnertime recipe rut. Keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week, so there is always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. And with so many in-season ingredients, you'll taste all the freshness of fall in every single bite of HelloFresh's chef-crafted recipes. Produce travels from the farm to your door for peak ripeness that you can taste. Given my schedule, I absolutely love HelloFresh. I love how fresh it is. I love the options it gives me. And I know that I'm eating well and it tastes incredible. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Rome and use the code 50Rome for 50% off plus free shipping. Once again, HelloFresh.com slash 50Rome. Use that code 50Rome and get 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is awesome. In fact, HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Lexington, Kentucky. Taylor, good to have you, Taylor. What's going on? Oh, Rome, it's a lovely day here in the bluegrass. Tell me about it. I wouldn't it. say it's so lovely, though, for Michigan, man. Look, Rome, I'm from Lexington. We cheated here in hoops and basketball, something fierce. I mean, it seems like every from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, we've had issues. How else would you sign Chris Mills, Eric Manuel, and Sean the Rain Man Kemp, Mr. Eddie Sutton? We cheated. We got caught. We owned it. Rome, I was a freshman at SMU in 89. 
when we had the fallout from the football program. We cheated there, too. We got caught. So Michigan, freaking own it. That's all you got to do is say, yes, we cheated. It happened. Move on. NCA won't slap you unless you can, you know, really screw it up. So Taylor, you obviously know cheating. You've seen it. <laughs> on topic, in market. Steven in Michigan. Steven, what's going on? Not much. How you doing, Rome? Good, good. Long-time listener. You know, and I kind of think that probably everything's true, but I really think everybody else is doing it. I really don't think it's that big of a deal. I think he should get fined, maybe suspended. I mean, if I'm driving down the road and I'm going over the speed limit, everybody else is doing it. But when I get home, the FBI isn't going into my house, taking everything, taking my car. Everyone's doing it. It's just not that big of a deal. All that stuff he got, he could have got from Twitter, TikTok, anything online. It's it's not that big of a deal. And that's why I don't understand, like, the big hubbub about it. I know people don't like Jim Harbaugh. That's fine. But I just don't understand why it's such a big deal. My man. I, I appreciate you, Stephen. Keep digging. Keep digging. <laughs> I love the point that he made that I don't get why it's a big deal when you can just get this stuff off of TikTok or you can get this stuff off of Twitter. Right. Exactly. Why didn't you just do that? Then you wouldn't be in the position you're in right now. Had you just done that, then you wouldn't have the NCAA on campus looking at computer hard drives and investigating. If you had just gotten this information, if you can get the information by watching TV, going on a TikTok, going on social media, then just do that. That's not against the rules. Why didn't they just do that? If your argument is, what's the big deal? He could get all of this stuff off TikTok and social media. Right. Exactly. So why didn't you just do that? That's not against the rules. Clones, what do you want when you're craving protein or you need more energy? Not bars, not sugary snacks, not energy drinks. You want beef, pure and simple. Where's the beef? It's in a package of Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Old Trapper is not your old man's jerky. Shriveled, dry, tasteless. Old Trapper Beef Jerky is made from lean strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a real wood fire. It's tender, it's tasty, it's not tough. And why is it so good? Because Old Trapper is a 50-year-old family business known for its relentless commitment to quality. They take smoked beef extremely seriously and you can taste it in every single bite. Old Trapper is packed with protein. It comes in four amazing flavors to satisfy all your cravings. Quality smoked meat at its finest. It goes with you wherever you go, to the game, to the gym, to the beach. So look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. You can see the quality you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. Clones, if you do not see it, ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper or what's your beef? Ron Dane, Ron my man, what's cracking? How you doing? I've been good. Can't complain, man. It's, it's just great to be able to get out here again and even be on your show. I yeah. feel like I know you already. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I know you already too, dude. In fact, I was going to say, I saw you a couple of years back at Camp Randall. We came together. It was an awesome time. We had a moment. What's it like for you? We'll get into this, but what's it like when you get a chance to return to Madtown? And what kind of memories do you have when you're back in Madison? Oh, man, it's great to be able to come back. Even though a lot of the kids don't know who I am, 
you know, until I have to say who I am. But that's okay too. Um, it's just great. We are uh, expanding our our university is doing great at the time. You know, still now um, we got a great volleyball team and the girls and our hockey team. The girls are good. Our basketball team gonna have a new look this year. So just being able to be back out here and, and getting able to see all the new things uh, that's out here. It's kind of neat. Ron Dane joining us. You have to actually know it or experience it to fully appreciate it because we had a son that went there and I spent some time in Madison. It's a it's a magical place. It is a really, really unique school. Like, you're there for the big game tomorrow. The day that I saw you, though, a couple of years back, not only did I see you, I saw Barry Alvarez, who is larger than life there. Given what he accomplished as a coach and an AD, what do you remember about Barry recruiting you as a high school player in New Jersey? Take me back to that time. Oh my goodness, that's it's a crazy story, but it's not really crazy. Um, we didn't have cell phones back then, and uh, I was at some of my friends' house, and my aunt had called me, and she was like, "There's some coach at the house that want to meet you and talk to you." So I'm like, "What?" So I had to walk home, and then when I got there, as soon as I opened the door, Coach Alvy gave me a big hug, and I'm like, "What? I don't even know." <laughs> he just hugged me so big. I'm like, Ugh. "All right." He was like, you got any questions for me? I'm like, well, you know, I'm 285 pounds. Um, Can I be the running back? You're going to let me run the ball? And he was just like, yes, as much as you want to run the ball. And after that, that's history now. So uh, he gave me the ball. I averaged 35 carries a game. So he gave it to me enough. That is awesome. Ron Dane joining us. So you told him, hey, I'm 285, coach. I just want to run the ball. When you got there, ultimately, they listed you at 250, I think. But, dude, still, 250 with speed. I'm curious, the way you ran the football, the punishing style you had, how often would you break through the line and see a DB who kind of gave off that vibe like, man, I don't want any part of this or that DB deciding I'm going to make a business decision right now in the interest of self-preservation? (laughs) <laughs> I had that happen a lot, but it was funny because of the fact that it could be a bigger dude or a smaller guy. When I came through the hole, if I'm already running, it was kind of tough for somebody to stop me. But if they catch me early, you know, and then you hear them talking a lot of trash to me. But once I got out the hole or came through the hole, um, I've seen a lot of guys t- making business decisions. You know, um, they might fall, you know, fall, just put one arm out and, that's not going to stop me. So, you know, you look at their face, they already look like they're scared or something. So I uh, had a lot of fun. Like a lot Mike, of fun. Dude, you're like Mike Tyson on the football field. Like Tyson had so many guys beat before they even started the fight just because they knew. You know, the game changes, Ron. So it evolves. It changes. Offenses now are spreading everybody out. They're throwing the hell out of the football. I get this. And you do have to evolve. But yeah. when you think about Wisconsin football, right, you still think about the power game. You think about the great backs. What is it about Wisconsin football that has produced so many quality backs like you, Monty Ball, Melvin Gordon, Jonathan Taylor? What is it about that program and the running game? Well, I think is uh, we come out here, we came out here and um, Coach Alvarez and uh, the different the different coaches that he brought out here, we were a running team. So um, when you came here, you knew you was, you was going to get the ball. As long as you can get out there and run, we had the biggest line around. And I was probably one of the biggest backs. And then the next couple of years, we had Melvin and Clay, Jonathan Taylor, you know, and we were – consistent we ran the ball so we kind of getting out of it now with our you know new coach coach fickle and 
Um, but we we coming back. We giving it a piece, you know. But we we throw it a little more than we run it now. So I think just getting back to the running game like we did last week gave us the opportunity to win. I was going to say, Ron, Ron, my guess. I was going to say, Ron, that when Luke was hired, number one, I want to be very clear about this. I thought it was an amazing hire. I thought it was a great, great hire. I thought they got the right guy. But there also was that concern from the old school that, now, wait a minute, he's going to want to throw it. And we're not going to recognize who and what we are or what we're about to become. What's your overall take? What do you think about the job he's done? How do you feel about that? And what do you think when you watch the offense now? Well, it's, it's kind of hard, you know, just being able to get back and watch some of the games. Uh, it's games where, you know, if we start running it, we can keep the other offense offside, uh, you know, away from the ball. So it would be a lot more fun for us to run the ball and waste time rather than letting them shoot up down, the, up and down the field throwing touchdown passes. Like I said, I'm looking at the scores now, but 31, 31 points in a loss, you know, and, 15 and a loss where we, if we would have just ran the ball against Iowa, I think we would have had more, a better opportunity to, to win that game. So then the next week we came out and ran the ball a lot more and we won. So just being able to see that coach is just trying to, I think he's trying to figure it out what he has. We are talking to Ron Day and I appreciate that. All right. So hard to imagine Ron, but Ohio state is looking for their 10th straight win over Wisconsin tomorrow at Camp Randall. What's it going to take for the Badgers to snap that streak? And how do you feel about that matchup? Okay, that's a nice question. Tough question. But uh, I'm going for the Badgers. I know they got a great team in Ohio State. Um, but we're going to come out and play them hard. I think the last time we beat them was in 2010. And, uh, and it was a great game. And it was a night game. So... Hopefully we can get that little bit of magic coming back towards us to help us get this dub this week. Talking to Ron Dane. So, Ron, you are a member of the most exclusive club in college football as a Heisman Trophy winner. What's that hardware mean to you? And then are you tracking the race closely this year? Who do you like? Uh, Oh, the Heisman Trophy is a great award. Um, I got a lot of brothers that, you know, I still talk to and, and, you know, reach out to like Desmond Howard. I, I like to test, text Desmond while doing the show and things like that. Uh, and a lot of other brothers that I have on there that that's having a great time and being able to just reach back out to us younger guys and, and letting us know the right way. And even when I go back, you know, it's like not Ron Dane, it's like Mr. Dane. Like, okay, my bad, buddy. You just won the Heisman. You're my brother. Like, yo, it's not, you don't got to call me Mr. You know, so. I think all the older guys treat the younger guys the same way and nothing different. We might have them guys pay for something when we go out to eat or something to go out and drink. But uh, besides that, that's a great group. And uh, for me right now, I've been looking and I've seen a couple quarterbacks. I was going to go with uh, Caleb, you know, and then he had a couple, you know, games that wasn't up to his, uh, which he's supposed to be doing. So I, I think for me, I had, like, when people ask, I think Bo Nix. Um, I like his style, and I, I like the way he plays a lot. Um, Deion Sun. Deion Sun is pretty good. He just – they don't have a defense, so that's really killing him. Um, the other guy from Oregon is pretty good, too. He's really – I think they're the top three guys for me. And I'm I'm not even a quarterback guy. 
I'm looking for a running back to be up in there. I love it. I love it. Ron Dane joining us. It is an incredible brotherhood, I would imagine, a fraternity of guys who've won it. So you've teamed up with DirecTV's Fall Coverage Football Tour. What do you have going on with them? And then what's that been like for you? Well, it's been fun just being able to get out here and, and give back. And DirecTV is, a, you know, giving me an opportunity to do that. Um, we have an event, you know, tomorrow at the Union South where um, a lot of people can come out from four to game time. So we're just going to be out here hanging out and meeting people and trying to get us pumped up uh, for this game. This is a big-time game. He is a two-time Rose Bowl MVP. As I mentioned, he ended his college career as the NCAA's all-time leading rusher on the FBS level. He's got a Heisman Trophy. He is a legend of Wisconsin. He is Ron Dane, appearing courtesy of DirecTV Fall Coverage Football Tour. My man, great to get caught up, Ron. Really appreciate you. Great to talk to you. Have a great weekend, my dude. Uh, Hey, thanks for having me. And uh, big up to DirecTV for giving me the opportunity to come out and get a chance to talk to somebody that I thought I already known and Hey, it's just great to be on your show again. U.S. Cellular knows how important your kids' relationship with technology is, and they've made it their mission to help them establish good digital habits early on. That's why they have partnered with Screen Sanity, a nonprofit dedicated to helping kids navigate the digital landscape. And for a smarter start to the school year, U.S. Cellular is also offering a free basic phone on new eligible lines, providing an alternative to a smartphone for kids. Start smarter with U.S. Cellular. Visit uscellular.com slash built for us to find out more. Restrictions to apply. Visit uscellular.com for terms. All right, so back to the top of the hour, which means back to the big head. Head, nobody needs to tell us that this gambling game is hard, dog. That rapping game is hard, dog. Nobody needs to tell us there will be bad beats. Horrible backdoor covers. I get it. Backdoor covers, it should never happen. We know this. We know what we signed up for. You can't get emotional. You can't get that angry. You must maintain gambling discipline and trust the process and your system. You'd agree with all that, right, Head? Yes, sir. Yeah, well, I don't. I'm not going to lie, dude. I usually can move right through the bad beats. And if you can't, you should not be doing this. But the truth is, I'm still pissed this morning about the Bills not covering and costing us that bet. And frankly, I'm a little curious why you're not as pissed as I am. (laughs) Oh, I am. I'm pissed. I'm pissed, without a doubt. Yeah, but you're not as angry as I am. No, not as angry, but I'm pretty pissed. Yeah. There's not a single reason why the Bills should not have gotten us paid. Not one. Not one. Not one. None. No. Uh-huh. Notice I don't cry about bets like this bet. There's something about this one, man, that just set mm-hmm. me off for Not some three. reason. That that last Bucks drive mm-hmm. kept alive by the Bills. Stupidity, Brutal. frankly, was disgusting. It was revolting. <laughs> yes, it was. Wait, wait, you got nothing that to say now, Head? Well, act. it's probably the worst bad beat I've been a part of. I will say that. Patrick Mahomes running out of the uh, out of bounds versus the Jets instead of the end zone was euphoric compared to that. Mahomes? Um, <laughs> it was terrible. Do it's you like you need not use Bills. words like euphoric. You don't hurt wrong? yourself with that, dude. I was going to send her yeah, I, I know the Bills don't give a damn how it looks. Uh-huh. I know they don't care that they cost us money, uh-huh. but they should be concerned, man. Banged up or not, that's not... They're not who they were. 
that championship window may not be closing, but hey, man, what if it's already slammed shut? Either way, that was an extremely aggravating and frustrating beat. And I got that off my chest. Now we move on. Head, let's start over. Let's hit reset. Are you let's ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. But I don't know, dude. You're on your best behavior. I don't even know you anymore, Head. I know. I'm, I'm trying to be good, level-headed here, you know. But unlike, tell you unlike, the truth. unlike your boss, who's out of his yeah. mind. All right, let's hit the reset button. Chiefs at Denver. Chiefs yeah. at Denver, our first game. Second time these two have met in the last three weeks. The line is KC minus seven. Is there any chance at all I can interest you with some value for the home dog, the Broncos? James Franklin, no, 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 strong no, no, strong no, like yeah, no, yeah, no chance. That, that makes your skin with, curl. That no. makes my skin curl. No. Yes. Okay, go ahead, lay it out. The Broncos, but no. I'm gonna go with Patrick Mahomes like, and the Chiefs and yeah. lay the seven no. points here. Now, oddly, his offense was the first one this season to not dominate Vance Joseph's defense just two weeks ago. I think they do that Sunday, though. Overall, Denver has given up 424 yards a game. That's still the worst by any team in 11 years. And KC right now ranks second in first-half points. I think they get out fast and make weird Russ's offense one-dimensional, and they need to because this Kansas City defense is second overall in scoring, but their biggest challenge has been in stopping the run. They rank 26th in the NFL in yards per carry, and Denver has been able to run the football, especially lately. ATS, this is Weird Russ's best role. He's 11-3 and three as a home dog, but let's ride away from that cringe and go KC minus seven. I mean, dude, he is cringe, but that number is pretty amazing. I did not know that particular number. You know what's amazing? The Broncos have mm -hmm. lost 16 straight to the Chiefs. 16. I'm going to say it again. Yep. No team in the league should lose to any other team in the league 16 straight times, regardless right. of how dominant one team is and how ass the other team is. Generally, I would look at that and say there is no way an NFL team loses to another NFL team a 17th time. In the very least, they have to cover, right? Uh. I think the Chiefs are better defensively. Maybe not against the run, but overall they are better defensively than they've been in quite some time. And even if you know that Patrick Mahomes is going to go to Travis Kelsey early and often and throughout, you still have to stop it. The Chargers knew it. They couldn't do a damn thing about it. Denver won't either. Chiefs minus seven. I'm with you. Ravens are at Arizona. They're coming off one of the most impressive wins of the entire season destroying the Lions mm -hmm. and my bankroll. What is the number here, Head? How are you going to play this one? Number is Baltimore favored by nine and a half. I'm going B more and laying the points here. Lamar's you chalky little one. bitch. Chalky little bitch right here because I'm going with Lamar. He is balling the hell out. Cannibal <laughs> dared him to beat him, uh, and he did. He iced them early. Like a the drum. Ravens had nine plays of 20-plus yards in the first half alone, and Lamar became the fourth person ever to pass for 350 yards throw three-plus touchdowns, rush for a touchdown, and have a passer rating of 150-plus. One of those TDs, Philly fan, was to Aguilar. He actually didn't drop the ball like a baby trying to get out of a burning building. He My man just started throwing ball. babies out the window. We was catching them. Play Aguilar, the hits, Head. Just keep playing the hits, dude. Just keep playing the hits. Best one ever right there. Better than also, Poulter? Better than Wendy? Play the hits. Yeah, I think so. That full exchange right there, that's pretty good, too. That's not pretty good, too. Go ahead. I, I just know you, Head. <laughs> head, you have like five records, and you just keep playing the hell out of them. I know. I you beat them into the ground. 
Another point here, the Ravens' defense showed up last week that they are as good as their numbers. Two biggest worries, though, for the Ravens. They are prone to letdowns, like when the uh, wideouts dropped five passes to Pittsburgh and lost earlier this month, looking at you, Aguilar. But the biggest concern, Jim, I'm hoping these guys can get their minds right, you know, after finding out about their kicker banging that 60-year-old. Those ghosts of Justin Tucker banging a 60-year-old, 60-yard uh, field goal over the off the uh, crossbar and through to beat the Lions last year. Get your wow. Right. Ravens minus nine and a half. Wow, dude. <laughs> I, I can't even believe you went there we and could just tried to, to slide that in. That, that's something else. Let me tell you something. The Ravens, uh, damn head. The Ravens, to me, are the best team in the AFC right now. I could argue they're the best team in the NFL right now. Lamar looked incredible against the Lions. Clearly, he is now comfortable with Todd Munkin's offense. The defense, I think, is tremendous again. Probably not getting the run it deserves. As for the cards, remember, well, they remember they are the cards, right? I've fallen, and I can't get up. The cards came out better than anybody expected. Then they remembered they are the cards, and it is their draft or their job to get a high draft pick. So they've settled down. I, I don't know. That's a Banging really big a number. Year old. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> y'all are having a good time with that, aren't you? This is when the XR4TI rips the show <laughs> for me. It's one thing it. that I have Love to fight to all it. of you clones, but when I have to fight my own staff, the number is big. But the Ravens, it is a train wreck. It's a car wreck. It's getting away from me. Now I have to compete against my own people and the clones. It's me against the world, literally. Ravens minus nine and a half on the road. I'm with you. Winless Carolina at Houston. Carolina obviously has been disappointing. The Texans have been a pleasant surprise. What's the number? What are you doing? I'll take the winless Panthers and the three and a half points I can get here. They wow. uh, are not good at all. We know that. Their defense has been bad. They're allowing 31 points a game, but they've also played some really good offenses right now, and their biggest weakness has been their inability to stop the run. Good news here, though. Houston struggles to run the football. Also in a matchup of 1v2 in the draft, Bryce might get more time in the pocket than he's had all year. Houston has the fewest sacks in football with nine. They also allow a high amount of passes to be completed, so maybe Bryce gets off here. ATS also. Houston is 0-8 as dogs in their last eight off straight-up dog wins. Let's take a shot on old man Ike's Panthers. Can't believe I'm saying that. At home to cover, plus three and a half. Dude, you love the old man. Love the old man. Rit, you love Rit. Bring it on. You think he's still alive? Is he still alive? Yeah. Last I heard. Is he okay. sick? I don't know. Well, he's old. Damn right. That's how I roll. Yeah. He's, like he's not as old as he yeah, yeah, He is actually still alive because he wished me a happy birthday oh, on yeah. October 14th because Thank we have you. the same birthday. That's it. Ike. You, you got to give it to Ike. This mm -hmm. is not cool. Shout out to Ike Ritt. Like, James Kelly likes four things in the world, and Ritt's one of them. <laughs> I try never to get personal while one picking games. My butt. Uh -huh. Hey, Ritt, what up? Because business is business. Business is business. Hey, Ritt. Yo, what's up? Business is business. My father taught me that at a very early age because he and my mother owned hey, a small business. business is business. That said, sometimes I let it get personal. I hate going against my dude, Nick Casario. Dude has jungle karma coming out his backside. Then on top of that, you've got a rookie quarterback in C.J. Stroud playing great. Mm -hmm. There's a complete buy-in from that squad, from first-year head coach D'Amico Ryans. They're coming off a bye. They've got a chance to get to 500. If they get to 500, what do you know? The next thing we're talking about, damn, are they a playoff team? Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Are they a playoff team? So I'm going to go the other way, and I'm going to ride with my dude, Nick Casario, and C.J. Stroud. I will lay the points. Okay. Uh, playoffs? Yeah, playoffs. All right, so let's He's hit the battle right. of New York. Jets v. Giants. I'm guessing you like the Jets here. S Jets, Jets, Jets. Hey, do this for me. Spell Jets for me. Allen. Allen. J-E-T-S. S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets is not hard to spell. Alan, what are you doing? <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Hey, uh, head, spell Alan for me. A-L-A. I'll spot you the A, the L, and the N. Spell Alan for me. Add one more A. Got it. Nailed there you go. It. There we go. I'm guessing you like the J-E-T-S here, mm-hmm. but do you like them enough to lay the points? And how many points yeah. are we talking about? This just popped in my head, though. Actually, How oh, this should be good. This think? should be good. What yeah. what just popped into your giant head, head? Dude, it just popped into my head right now. How I can't jealous, wait. Yeah. How jealous do you think the Coog Hunter is uh, is of Justin Tucker right now? Dude, stop. You think it was one of Coog's girls banging a sixty year old sixty uh, yard field goal? Head, I don't know if you the, know this. Off the, uh, the guy misspoke. He was talking. Oh, I've never done that. Uh, did Chalk love that? Chalk love what you just did there. I've fallen. I love the connection that the two of you guys have. Chuck is an Ivy League graduate, and you're a junior high school dropout, and yet the two of you can somehow intersect and connect. I love that. Yeah, I can't even spell Ivy League. Anyways, right here, the number is Jets. Dude, you can spell Ivy if I spotted I-V-N-Y. No, I could not do that. Go ahead, dude. Yeah. You're still a savant. Spell that. Yep. Jets are favored by three points. I'm riding with the scorned. Dude, were you one of those kids who was on the spelling bee back in the day on ESPN? Oh, dude. U and M! Can you imagine Big Head with U and M? J E T. J E T. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they asked those kids S- to spell Jets. I don't think that's one of the words. I don't think those kids that are made to look at the dictionary for 12 hours every single day their entire childhood are going to be asked to spell Jets on national TV. Remember the one that fainted? Go ahead, dude. Okay. Uh, riding with the scorn, Coog Hunter and the Jets here. The Giants' defense is playing better, so the scorn CH has to protect the football and hand it off to Brees. Only the Dolphins are averaging more yards per carry over the last three weeks than the Jets are. Do that and let your D do their thing against a team that is scoring 12.1 points per game. Receipts Rob's D-line should dominate this game. The Giants can't run or pass block, and that's not good when you have Quinnen and the fellas to go against and Sauce and your guy DJ back practicing. Coog Hunter, biggest game of the year, dude. You have to win this game. If you don't, well, not only will that one dude who tried to get with Colbert be back on your ass, all of Jets Nation yeah, will I've be again. Enough. Jets minus three Wilson. here. Right. I, th- I think you actually nailed that. He, he, I think the Coog Hunter has made some strides. Yes. I like some of what I see from him. I like the way he's carrying himself. Mm-hmm. But, dude, he has to win this game. He has, he to, has win to win game. this the game. You start has to. believing in him, has to. It usually bleeps the bed. So he has, has to. to win it. Has to. Given the season they could have had and probably should have had when Aaron Rodgers went down, I'm actually impressed with the Jets and what they've done since then, including the quarterback. There's virtually nothing to like about the Giants. Virtually nothing. How pissed would you be if you committed 160 mil to Daniel Dimes only to discover that Terod Taylor is better? I know. Sort of like the Browns committing all that guaranteed jack to the creep Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson, only to find out that Jacoby Brissett outplayed him. By the way, sidebar, <laughs> how do you think the Browns feel right now to know that they're going to go down as the team that made the worst trade in the history of the NFL? 
How do you think that feels? Oh. Idiot face is better. Yeah. So, you got that going for you, Browns. Hope that was worth it, although I know it wasn't. Anyway, I digress. It's not about the Browns. I really like the Jets defensively. I think the Coug Hunter is settling down and doing just yeah, enough. Doing just enough that I trust him enough to lay the two and a half points. Jets, minus two and a half. I'm with you. Well, it just moved. Sorry, I did not. I, to what? It just moved to three. Sorry, three now. All right, so now yeah. it's three. Yeah. Do we like do we like and trust yeah. the Kook Hunter enough to take and hit them at three? We, we will. We'll take them. I will. We'll try it. I will, too. Mm-hmm. All right. That's too bad. Hate it when that happens. I do, too. But yeah. that'll happen. Head, we have to get the Cowboys in at okay. some point, right? They're four and two. They're at home. They're going to host the Rams. If the Cowboys are who they want us to believe they are, who they keep telling us who they are, they will knock the Rams the hell out. They've got no excuse not to. If they really are who they say they are, are you buying them this week? And what's the number? The Cowboys are favored by six. Uh, for Cowboys fans, always a worry when you are going against a team with a better coach and quarterback. But I'll take the boys and lay the six here. My guy Micah might. So let me not stop fold. you right there. Mm-hmm. You just said you feel strongly that Matt Stafford is better than Whack. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You think so, or you know so? I know so. You just flat out said it. It's always hand. a concern when you go against a team that's got a better coach and a better quarterback. Yep. There's no doubt they have the better coach. Better coach without question. And right now, you would take Matt Stafford over Dak Prescott. I would if you put okay. him in Dallas, boy. Luke. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I will take the boys here Sunday and lay that six. Uh, my guy Micah might not fully understand what it means to be a Dallas Cowboy, obviously, and uh, the attention that you get when because you have a attention-seeking owner you play for. But he does understand a few things on the football field. One, Jim, don't be a sissy. And this two, is the how to get after the quarterback. The play the hits, Head. That's it. Just right play there. the hits. Just keep playing the same hits week after week after week after week after week. The Rams struggle. Especially when they make the me look bad. What, dude? Rex Struck Lee didn't want any of that. Oh, Albert, yeah. please. Thank you. Was that a question? Yeah. I, I set you up so. for that. Maybe not a good question, huh, Rex? On you, <laughs> I set no, you up no, for no, that, Head. You're welcome. Um, dunk it yeah, on you. I definitely agree. Just dunk it on you. <laughs> Listen to you, Head. Just dunk it on you. Just dunk it on you. The Rams Not only is he to... dunking on me in your mind, dude's just hanging from the rim. Uh, he is, dude. And glossing. then, like, Darvin Ham, he just brought the glass down, shattered all over the place, just Shat glass falling on my head. Yeah, Rex owning it, walking off. Go ahead, dude. The Rams struggle to protect. In fact, hurry up, so dude. Hurry up and get it over with. His D's uh, strength is that, so they should get after Sir Matthew Stafford, and he should have a long day. They say also, like Sir to him and sh- Yes, Sir Matthew Stafford. That That's good. There. That's yeah. good. I like that. Um, Raheem Morris, my favorite guy ever, and he should be a head coach because he's smart and he's. You, you love Raheem. I love Raheem. I'd be hiring him first out of everybody this off season. Really? Yep. Okay. Because he failed once, and then he's been an assistant coach. He's had good success. Yeah, but went, that, wouldn't we say the same thing right. about my guy Josh McDaniels? No, because he didn't learn under the Shanahan system on the opposite. No, after, of course. It's always about failure. the two T's. Correct. And there you go. And he was a defensive guy. I, how I didn't make offense. that connection, I have no idea. I'm like, yeah. man, why does this guy love Raheem so much? I mean, I, I like Raheem. Raheem. Good yeah. coach. Great coach. I forgot. The tree. The tree. The trap. Outside of 99, he has no guys on defense to help him. Dak should feast on this Rams defense that is the worst in the NFL in creating turnovers. ATS, Dak is 24 and 22 as a home favorite. Not great, but I think they get the W, cover the six, and maybe that attention-seeking owner can choke on another microphone and show Micah how it's done. Cowboys. Excuse me. 
Right. I'm going to say it again. If the Cowboys are who they lead us to believe they are, they will knock the Rams the hell out. Elite teams are not up and down. Elite teams do not play down to their level of competition. Elite teams handle their business. The Cowboys are coming off a bye. The Rams cannot run the ball at all. There's no way that line can consistently protect Matty Stafford. Not with your hero, Micah Parsons, pinning his ears back. The Cowboys are hard to trust, and given that the big fellow Mike McCarthy is calling the shots, it would not surprise me in the least if they got caught looking past the Rams and thinking about that showdown next week with the Eagles. In fact, that would be like the most McCarthy and Cowboy thing ever, but I'm betting even they aren't that dumb and won't let that happen. I, too, will lay the points, assuming this is one of the weeks where the Cowboys actually do show up. Cowboys minus six and a half. Love to see it. All right, Head. Anything else? Do you see anything else? That guy that hit us up and made that point that if the games are this brutal right now, can we not have more props? Can we try something else? He's actually kind of got a point. He does, but we always rally. We'll rally here. We'll go five games, and we'll hit you guys with some props on Monday. All right, so you're good. Yeah, I'm good. All right, so since that was kind of convoluted, run it back so we know exactly who you have this week. Okay, cool. Chiefs minus 7 v. Broncos. Ravens minus 9.5 v. Cards. Panthers plus 3.5 v. Texans. Jets minus 3 v. Giants. Cowboys minus 6 v. Rams. Let's get right, head. Let's get some money. Let's get Hell paid. Yes. Turn it around. Let's rally. Nice job, dude. Great job as always. The head, little subdued today, wasn't he? Little subdued. Still playing the hits. Still getting all the hits in, but a little subdued. I don't know. I thought I would say to you, the thing... Are you still there, dude? You still trying to talk? <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, I was saying the Josh thing about Allen, Jim. Yeah, I know Josh Allen. I know Josh Allen, Jim. Yeah, no, I heard you. Uh, yeah, I know. Thank you. Two best offenses in football, both averaging over thirty points a game, Jill. <laughs> what I'm saying is one of my favorite things about gambling is the sense of community. But half of me respects him for not you know placating me and telling me what i want to hear and half of me is like dude are you what are you talking about we both picked that game on the air the same way and both spent our money on it why are you not as angry as i am he doesn't get as angry as i do but but he does though anyway those are our picks if you think we're talking out our backsides if you think we don't know what the hell we're doing go ahead fade us fade us Make money, talk junk. We love it. Love to see it. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. Hope you had a great weekend and got a good party for you today. We all tuned in for the same exact thing last night. The ref show. Less thinking equals refs takeover. Less thinking equals talent takeover. Ten dolphin penalties to zero eagle penalties. I mean, is James Bradbury's hand still stuck in Cedric Wilson's face mask? Yeah! First down, his first and nine. A lot of faith in that play. He is right. Nobody can push the tush quite like the Eagles push tush. If everybody could do it, everybody would do it. This might be the stupidest moniker ever. The tush push. Cornhole legend, Javon Curse. You didn't choke on the big stage of cornhole, did you? At the end, yes. Listen, it was titled 20 to 20. The last spot in this. You know you played in two Super Bowls, right? Because I was preparing for that 
okay? Excuse my French, man. Twitter. Where's the camera? Where's the camera? Sign Rome after bouncing his dome off one in the studio. Dude, Why dude, do you no, say it's no, happened no. to me twice? It hasn't. It's happened once. <laughs> All right, let's see. If you're watching, okay, there's once. Okay, let's see it a second time. Uh-oh! It has happened twice. There's two for me. Frustrating when that... Yes, it does. I'm f***ing tired of this Can you blame this dude? How do we know if Allen was talking about his own team and coaches or actually the refs? Because neither his team nor the refs seem to have any idea what the hell they're doing. Tired of this People that don't like to see people be successful? Yeah, uh, no. I don't remember Nick Saban suspending himself three games at the start of a season and then having cheating allegations. He's pretty successful. He's got a target on his back. That's what you're going with, Jim? Intercepted! I told you all to fade me because the Vikings curse is a real thing. That it's approaching undefeated status. You know, like sex. Sex with me. Sex being undefeated and father times. I think we can take those out. I'm not going to have sex with anybody but my wife. She's not. Dodger Jano and you're not. So we can take that one out. Trevor Hoffman is joining us. Hall of Famer. What do you think about ACDC's Hell's Bells? I said, awesome. Let's give it a shot, man. I, I'm, I'm game for anything. An amazing entrance song is then you come out and you're piping change-ups to people to try and get them out so you've covered so much in my life i'm booked it's a fantastic show i can't believe i have not known about this and my life has changed you're a liar you are anybody out there who wants to bump gums about me not being real about what i have said bring it on i don't give two rats to about it first of all brother you, you, we can't Kendrick Bourne. I appreciate my teammates and coaches still believing in me, man, because it could go the other way, especially how the year's going, and I'm glad we won. Unlike the guy back in the day who got Klaus Flamian. Doggy dog. This guy is out. Diamondbacks are headed to the World Series. Tory we trust, and the Diamondbacks. Man, they got grit. They got heart. Don't take anything away from either Texas or Arizona. They earned it. The right teams are in. It's a disgusting feeling, honestly. Rich in Philly. Romy Rome, it's so quiet here. The streets are so quiet. The poles are all shiny with grease. No bus shelters being repaired and crashed into. I don't know how we're going to get through this. Ernie, how you feeling? Yeah, go back. I am absolutely a bandwagoner. I had no idea. We lost 110 games uh, two years ago. Let's f***ing party all day! Calais Campbell. I'm feeling good, man. You know, I get to play football. Can't beat that. World. Challenged them earlier in the week of just stepping our game up to the different level, being a little more disciplined. We responded. Oh, uh, Michigan man. Michigan man would do this. Oh, when a Michigan man walks in a room, a Michigan man walks in a room with his chest puffed out. Oh, Michigan man. Twitter. Quit being a dumbass. Everybody does it. <laughs> Eloquently said, Michigan man, Bruce Bochy. Hey, Romy, I'm doing great. Good to chat with you. What's going on? Oh, it's so great to chat with you. I mean, last year at this time, I was sitting on a recliner, and here I am in the World Series back in the fires. It's just been an unbelievable run. I love you, Boach. You're the best. You can beef about anything you want. What? My cock didn't want any of Oh, my beef is you just called me Greg when I'm Craig, as in Craig or the wheel. Anyway, hey, Jim, how are you? It's Dave, actually, but, you know. Here we go again. You've had Jim Jim Kelly and Bruce Bochy on. Everyone's doing it. It's just not that big of a deal. All that stuff he got, he could have got from Twitter, TikTok. Ron Dane. Coach Alvey gave me a big hug, and I'm like, what? You know, I'm 285 pounds. Can I be the running back? Yes, as much as you want to run the ball. I'm hoping these guys can get their minds right, you know, after finding out about their kicker banging that 60-year-old. Banging a 60-year-old. Wow. Uh, Let me tell you the Ravens. Uh, damn head. Unwork Kelly Clarkson losing weight. Count on that. If you do it in-game, it's fine. It's legit, right? That's right. Shame on us, then. 
Talking to Kirby. That's right. These sour-ass Niners can go ahead and get out of town. They kicked their ass. Where's your coach? It has been a little while, but every time I talk to you, I always feel better. Uh, War, Rick and Buffalo. I feel like I know you already. Sean the Rain Man Kemp. Hi, right, Romy. I, I appreciate you. Thanks. Good night now! Good night now!